Welcome to the One More Rep Podcast, where we take it beyond the barbell. I'm your host, Modingo, and with me, with a shared bottle of Boulevard, uh, what was it? The Calling IPA, double IPA, and it's and it's shared because it's 8%, is my homie, Sweet Potato Pie. <laughs> it took me a second. <laughs> potato Pie. <laughs> it's almost Thanksgiving, you know? Dude, I can't wait. I, I would eat Thanksgiving right now twice. You sm- but- What are you doing for Thanksgiving? But you guys are having an in-house comp. Yeah, we have an in-house next Saturday. And then, forget when our... We do a Christmas slash Thanksgiving. It's in between Christmas and right after Thanksgiving party here. Okay. Um, do white elephant gifts, stuff like that. So, uh, but yeah. But the, uh, the uh, Boulevard, the Calling, uh, it's a double IPA. It's delicious. It's 8%, so be careful. That's why I only have about two or three ounces in my cup. Brody's got the rest. I have about two or three ounces in my cup. <laughs> But definitely good stuff. Uh, we did want to say thank you for all the comments that you guys had on episode 46 getting out of your own way. I think of all the episodes so far, it seems like a lot of people really took that one to heart. Not that you guys haven't before, but we had uh, even someone reach out to us, a military member, and said that that really uh, touched him because uh, he's had some friends that have been affected by some of the stuff we talked about at the end of the show in the outtake when we are talking to Jenna about um, making choices to be present because I think in that particular day that we recorded, like had you just stayed on the couch that day, you wouldn't have never met that one, uh, that one individual who uh, just decided he wants to be fit. And you had a nice conversation with him too. So that's pretty sweet. That was good, man. I talking to several people, they've listened to it some three or four times. Uh, because I think, I mean, I'll snitch on Jenna. Like, she had that, um, she made that nice little conversation at the end of that thing. And then, like, a day or two later, she's being a little bitch and not wanting to come in and work out. I mean, but she did. Yeah. And so I was like, well, didn't you just say, like, <laughs> on this episode? <laughs> that, yeah, that you made the choice. And that's the thing. Like, I think, um, sort of like what was said from the person in the military is, you know, that PTSD can affect the people. You know, it. you can have like a couple of really bad days and you can have like seven really good days and mm. then it's another bad day. It's like, I think it's the same with this is even though you can tell yourself to get out of your own way and then you finally do come in, well, next day you could have to do it all over again. Yeah. It never goes away. And I think that's what people are finding out why they're revisiting it. it just kind of a slap in the ass to yeah. get going. And, you know. And the one comment that that Jenna brought up was that, you know, watching after your strong friends, because I uh, talked about an incident that happened to me uh, in my career. And I think that was what the individual that uh, fired back at us, that's something that really sank with him because, you know, both of us being military members, we see, we see things from a different perspective because, you know, and I gave my story about like, you know, at a certain point in my career, it wasn't okay to show weakness, I guess, for lack of a better term. You know, you know, everybody was supposed to be tough and hardcore. And uh, luckily, that's all changing around. And I think society in general, I think, is becoming more uh, understanding of people that just have challenges. Yeah. I, I don't like even talking about regular society sometimes because <laughs> there's, 
I mean, honestly, you know what I mean? It's like, there's so much stupid stuff. But inside the military, inside of, like, professional things where um, you you see things or deal with things that regular society doesn't on a na- uh, that daily basis, mm-hmm. uh, inside that structure, it's, it's becoming more accepted to talk about what you see and what you go through with your peers. Um, and they're not going to judge you. Whereas, mm-hmm. like, I made the comment, you know, Back in World War II, when they're coming back with shell shell shock, uh, it was they had to kind of like eat that all up because mm-hmm. society or their you know their family would look at them as a weak mm-hmm. individual, and they're not weak. They've seen a lot they of crazy some stuff, a lot of crazy stuff that you can't even you can't even express. You know what I mean? You, I see these old World War II vets, and they're sharing their stories that it's what. 50 years old mm-hmm. and they're still crying about it. Yeah. What's that tell you? 50 years longer than 50 years to air quote, get over it. And these people are still impacted on a daily basis. And and, and it's an instant and they start talking about it and it takes them right back there. And I think that's where sort of like Jenna, you know, she had said that last part of the episode was really cool, but you got to fight that battle all the time. Yeah. You know, it doesn't, it never ends, but yeah. So Jenna post reposted a quote that bro said in one in, in the show. It says, you're not weak. You're making a decision. And that's true. Cause you could just sit there and, you know, eat the gallon of Hagen Dawes and sit under your blankets all day, or you can get out and do something. Yeah. It's a, uh, sometimes she'll post those things and I'm like, that's pretty cool. And she's like, well, you said it. I'm like, <laughs> there's been several times. I'm like, wow, that's a pretty cool quote. Where'd what? that come from? Yeah. Like you said it. I was like, really? Uh, it's weird. <laughs> you start blanking out. Yeah. I don't, I don't even know where I'm at right now. <laughs> What's we are on? recording, and we're going to say thank you to our sponsor, 7-5 Clothing. And as always, with Wally uh, hooking us up with the uh, free shipping, if you use the one more rep. <clears throat> You're screwing up my video, bro. <laughs> <laughs> if you use the promo code one more rep, you will get free shipping. And today, I just got a message on Instagram. Tono Delgado from El Paso got a shirt today. Oh, nice. What's so that's up, pretty man? sweet. So, yeah. Yeah. Our That's first, pretty, yeah, our first uh, identified organic listener, and for all you people out there that are about to start making fake Instagram <laughs> yeah, profiles, I'll catch you. <laughs> I, mean, I might not catch you, Jenna might. I don't know, but yeah, it's uh, that was pretty sweet that he just kind of searched for CrossFit podcast on we Spotify, even, and we even popped up. So I yeah, guess that yeah, means Mo's doing totally. something right. We never know what he's doing, but me either. Yeah, he, <laughs> he's Vision Quest, bro. I, it's, it's a whole nother level. So today's episode. Screw that, man. We got what? new gear. Oh, what's, yeah, we do got up? new gear. Look Sorry. So I told Moe to take me back to my gaming days and talk and smack the kids so, like, last night. So this guy that I DJ for on a regular basis, he gave me a raise recently. So I used some of those <laughs> funds to purchase some of these headsets. Uh, I, ain't, I ain't paid you yet. I want to talk to you about your, your raise. <laughs> about my raise. <laughs> no, so I, I spent some of that cash that uh, bro has thrown my way and invested in some headsets. So now we... uh can look a little bit more professional. We can use our hands. I don't know. And then we can like, go gaming later and own 14 year olds. Yeah. I don't need no headset to do that, <laughs> but I still don't. I feel like Ricky Bobby, like what do I do with my hands? <laughs> like, like do yes. I, what do I do? <laughs> yes, we did get some headsets. So it makes my life easier when it comes to the editing process. Uh, for those of you that are audio heads out there, you understand what I'm talking about. Yeah, I gotcha. Now, I'm still getting over the sickness, yeah. but Mo's got but, yeah, it. Yeah, but now I got the brositis. Bro, yeah, it's I bad. called it. We had a convo, what, 
Tuesday. Yeah. Two, yeah, two days ago. Mo Mo was on like <laughs> he was questionable for yeah. today's yeah. episode <laughs> on the injury. Report. Yeah, on the injury, on the injury report. report. Yeah, we sent out injury report every Monday. <laughs> And uh, he was questionable, <laughs> which means he had about a 50% percent chance, chance of, yeah. of, of talking today. Yeah, I went and saw the trainers, you know, they, uh, they gave me some therapy. and They gave, they gave him some, a shot in the ass. <laughs> Who knows what that was? If he starts snatching 315, like yeah. we talked about, we know what kind of shot that was. It's because I'm wearing my one more at podcast shirt. And you're eating chicken breasts. And, he can, and nothing but chicken breasts. Yeah. And we had, uh, we maxed out our snatch today and people in uh, clean was up Was anybody Tuesday. wearing their shirt? Yep, absolutely. Got PRs out of it. Nice. I mean, I... I mean, it wasn't 30 pounds like I wanted, but you know what I mean? <laughs> Did anybody load up 315? No. Caleb? Yeah, he was. <laughs> he might try that. Yeah. All right. So this week's episode, um, it pretty much ties into almost every episode we've done so far, but I think the one that it uh, agrees with the most is episode 26. It's all about you. And today's episode is Keys to Better Performance. One of the ones that bro came up with on his uh, three o'clock vision quest vision quest in the morning. So if you uh, a couple episodes ago, bro talked about where he just woke up and in fifteen minutes you shot out about. I was gonna. I went to bed and then like about ten I, different topics, right? 10, I, 15 I different topics. Yeah, I might be thirty. It's a lot. <laughs> it is. It's ridiculous. I go to bed and I was like, um, I, I had one thing I wanted to get down. I was like, well. My dumb ass will forget it when I wake up and I'll be pissed. Yeah. So I pick up my phone and put it in the notes. And then like I had vomit just spew out of my mouth, like with all this other stuff. So I threw them out to Mo and Jenna and then all y'all. And I think this is one of them that maybe someone like, I uh, maybe not, maybe they don't, maybe y'all want to hear about this. <laughs> but uh, the interesting thing is when we talked about keys to better performance, we were looking at it from different perspectives. You know, me, I always kind of look at it from... What? <laughs> Imagine that. We have different perspectives. But uh, when I outlined, um, you know, what I thought uh, the show was going to go in a direction about was more talking about... I'm sorry. Because, <laughs> you know, it's always how it goes. Like, Mo always goes, well, I was outlining it in the direction I thought it was going. And then I talked to bro, like... And then it did bad. a 180. No. Yeah. No, but you, uh, but I think if you reflect and you look back on all of our shows, we we kind of get each other's backs whenever it comes to these topics because one of us will have a very specific thought process where we want to stick with, and then alternatively, like you'll pull up you know another side, just like this one specifically. Like me, I was talking more towards GPP, you know, your average everyday CrossFitter, and bro, you know, obviously he kicked me you know, because the world you revolve around that you've had uh, heavy experiences in the competitive aspect of it, which I don't. You know, so that's, I think the good part about our show is that we give you two different perspectives. I wouldn't say like absolutely contrasting, but we give you two very similar forward paths, but just from very different viewpoints. Yeah. I think with, you know, what Mo had written down on his, um, show notes, all of it was good. And I just kind of extended onto yep. it where he was talking more about the GPP everyday athlete. And then, you know, I just kind of added like, well, we have some competitors yeah, listen to this. We have a couple. Yeah. yeah. And uh, <laughs> so we can kind of talk about that as well. So when we're just talking about key, just the show in general, the like keys to better performance, what are we talking about here? Well, I was telling Mo, you know, a key to better performance, a key is something specific. specific. Yep. It's, it's not just random. It's, it's finding something specific in order to enhance your ability, your skill level, strength, whatever it is. And you got to find that. And I think sometimes people... No, I always hear this. I want to go to regionals. 
no shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> I, I want to go to CrossFit Games, Mo. Yeah. Like, people say it just it rolls right off their tongue, and they have no idea what they're yeah. talking about. Do you know what it even like? What that takes? Like, yeah, you know. And then even if you're if you're higher end local athletes, they say that I'm like, you're not even close. Yeah. And I'm not being rude. It's just the reality of it. But uh, once you say this, like, okay, I want to get better. Well, okay. How are you going to do that? Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> like, so I think it's important to find out what your key is or keys are. And then once you establish that, then you can start working to getting better. So where do you start? And the first thing I had outlined is listen to this show. Yeah. And that's, and that's it. So that's that it. brings this up epi- yeah. this week's episode to a close. <laughs> that's it guys. <laughs> If you just listen, that's it. That's I mean, all you need. Like, man, I can make these show notes. Cue <laughs> like, the performance. Listen to Moan, bro. All right. All right. Game over. That's it. Yeah. Yep. Uh, but first, uh, I put down what is your current state of performance? You know, are you... Don't, over, don't undersell what you just said. Like, Oh, what, listen to our show? Okay. And I think that we're joking about it, but I think there's a lot of stuff in here from the mentality and the performance side that in visualization... And things that we you can apply to GPP and in the competitive, competitive side, yeah. So yeah, what we put out there isn't stupid. I don't think. Maybe I guess it's not. You guys <laughs> listen to it, yeah. But um, don't under don't we can't undersell the things that we do put out there because I think if you revisit some of the things that we have talked about on that side of the performance mm-hmm. of CrossFit, uh, I think there's some good stuff in there. Um, stuff that I've used and I've seen work and I. To continue to use and continue to see it work. And I think for a lot of you out there that don't necessarily have the resources that we reference within our shows, you know, could it be helpful to you? Well, especially if you don't have someone who's willing to talk to you about these things. And, and that's and, what we're finding out too. Yeah. And that was my next point, especially you guys on YouTube. Don't forget to click that bell. Um, is a lot of people will just message us and ask us random questions and, you know, go ahead and ask us because it's not, I don't feel bothered by it. You know, when you guys send us messages on, Instagram, Facebook, emails even. And I think the what I was getting at is, or what you just said is, um, some people don't have the resources to tap into. So what we've, and I've found, and we've found, is when people do reach out to us, they, they really don't have a, someone they can talk to that can teach them to do X or uh, answer a question about this. or um, And that sucks. Like, yeah. you know, we have people that come in here and, some of the things we do here, they don't do at their gym. They wish they did, but they don't do it at their gym because they don't have anybody that can do it, mm-hmm. right? So if you don't have that to tap into, that sucks. Um, so going on to the next piece, um, what's your current state of performance? You know, and this is you know where I, my thought process was residing. You know, are you brand new? Are you someone who fell off the wagon? Um, are you going through some life changes like myself? You know. I'm having issues right now getting, you know, staying motivated, just like we talked about getting out of your own way. And every day I wake up and I'm like, let's go. You got to do this. I can't, you know, yeah, I would love to go back to bed, but what good is that going to do me besides get me another hour of sleep? I mean, that's awesome sometimes. <laughs> I mean, I, another hour, like, you know, sometimes eight minutes off the snooze. That's, yeah. that's definitely that's golden. Right when you fall back asleep, it's going off, but then you just hit it again. <laughs> Next thing, it, you know, might as well just set it for another hour. Yeah, but especially... And I was kind of trying to figure out, like, why was my head in this space? You know, why was it, why was it easier for me to just think about not going? Because before, you know, in my previous, you know, life, you know, fitness was a part, you know, it, it was a requisite. Well, it's only been like two months. <laughs> like, 
Yeah, it has been. Yeah, I know, I'm just saying. <laughs> you know, in my previous life, I'm I trying so to two myself, so two months ago. I'm trying to. I'm trying to become a civilian. What you're actually <laughs> getting to is huge, though. I think you fell out of your routine. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I wasn't waking up every morning at five, putting on my uniform, tying up my boots, shaving. You know, drive, yeah, shaving. <laughs> yeah, trying to work that five o'clock shadow a little bit for you guys on YouTube. <laughs> but you know, driving to the gate, parking in my parking spot, going to my office, you know, rinse, repeat for you know twenty six years. And then now having to change from that, it's, it's hard. You know, it's mentally, it's a little bit challenging. Like I'm not sitting, you know, sharpening my knife, telling war stories in the dark or anything <laughs> like that. The old leather strap. <laughs> <laughs> but it is kind of, it, it, it was, it, it, and it is still is very weird. It's only been two months, like you said, where for the first time in my life, you know, even going back to being in high school, like where I, I had to be fit to play a sport. Like right now, I don't have to be fit for anybody but myself. And it's kind of weird. And it was really easy for, you know, for a few days for just to just keep hitting snooze and not do anything or not even going in my garage and working out. But now I'm like, I can't do this to myself. No, but what you're going through is, I think, a natural progression because I think when, I know, when I first, this was my only thing that I did. It's weird. You know, you, you don't, you don't, rep- you have nobody to report to. Mm-hmm. Like you wake up and like. <laughs> I'm at the gym. Yeah, yeah. I'm at work. Okay, uh, okay. no one's Fill here. Out the chalk buckets, <laughs> right? <laughs> and um, so when you first hit the ground running, uh, getting your gym going, like then there's like a law of, uh, it's a trap in my opinion where you can become lazy mm-hmm. because it's like there's really there's not a lot to do, <laughs> like. You know, you don't, and you don't you have, have your, to do it. You have it. your morning classes, then you have right. the big lull. Right. Then you it's, have your evening classes. So it's just kind of. You is be, that when you go buy guns? <laughs> <laughs> that's, yeah, I don't, that's. I usually go over there for some other reason, like to talk to them about something else and then I purchase something. But, um, but I think it's easy to get into the trap kind of like mm-hmm. you are where, uh, it's. You you don't you don't have things to do, but you have things to do, mm-hmm. but you don't have to do them. Yeah, I, so. yeah. There's no there's no intrinsic reason that I have to execute or perform a certain task anymore. Yeah. yeah. So it you can easily fall into that, and once you do that, then uh, your productive productivity goes way down. And I think what helped me was initially uh, I made a to do list mm-hmm. daily, so I had to answer to something, mm-hmm. and that's what I to that's, yourself. Yeah. yeah whatever was on my list, like on the whiteboard or on the piece of paper, like I wrote that. And if I didn't complete what was on that, Mm -hmm. I felt like a bitch. And, and so it helped me kind of stay focused Mm -hmm. until I got in a groove. And then this is a kind of like a key topic, you know, whether you're GPP or you're that high level athlete is, uh, what are your goals? You know, are you just a G are you, and I don't mean just a GPP person, but is that what your, is that what your jam is? Is that why you're here? just to look good naked. You're trying to lose 10 pounds. One of the things I know we talked about early on is when I was asking about like who comes in here as far as a CrossFit athlete, you know, it's someone who's like a former uh, high school or collegiate athlete and they want to get back in that shape, whatever that shape was. Uh, And then, but then to answer the piece about the high level athletes, are they trying to do an online qualifier? You know, are they trying to uh, go to the games or go to one of these 16 qualifying events, you know, or, you know, what is it you're trying to do? They're going to move to Uruguay or China. China. China's a good one. <laughs> just, just ask Bukowski. <laughs> and so, I mean, yeah, what are your goals? Yeah, goals are huge. Um, I think that it's, it's easy to write goals down, 
but it's harder to write down like proper goals. Like, and what I mean mm-hmm. by that is don't just throw stuff on paper just to say, Oh, I made a goal list. Mm-hmm. Like this better be thought out. Like there's times where I've had goal setting sessions and they're like, well, let's just do it now. And I'm like, no, like if you have your goals and you haven't thought about them, then I don't even want to speak to you. Like it's, you better put some thought into these. I don't want some random stuff that you just threw, threw down like, or Hey, let's just set our goals. It doesn't, it, it must be a thought out process because if you really have something you want to accomplish, you better have thought about like why you want to accomplish and are you going to put in the work to accomplish those goals? And a lot of times when it comes to projects or things like that and setting goals, I tend to work backwards. I, I find out, you know, I establish what that ultimate goal is and then work backwards, like how to get to that point. And like you said, when you have these goal setting sessions, people are, oh, I want to be able to do this. I want to be able to do that. Okay, well, how is that going to help you, you know, qualify for Granite Games? Right. If you're telling me like <clears throat> what we talked about running, you know, you can't just go and run and expect to get better at CrossFit. Yeah. You're just going to get better at running. Yeah, that's it. So what's the next piece? You talk, I mean, you talked about mapping out a course, you know, making sure those goals are appropriate. So are, are timelines important to those sorts of things? Actually, yeah. Especially now since the new, the new games is coming around. Mm-hmm. Now you have set sanctioned events, right? So half of those are done in the United States. Mm-hmm. And so now you can actually have a different type of season where um, I think one of the hardest parts about regionals the open regionals and games is it was all consecutive. Okay. So Just back was, to back to back. Mm-hmm. So basically you could not get sick for since what? February. From, yeah. Into February. Until August. Until August. You can't get sick. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? You can't. And you see, I think one of the, one of the only, one of the few things I thought was cool about the new sanctioned events was people who have invested so much time and they qualify for regionals. And then how many times you see a regional athlete post that they're sick, they get sick the week of regionals because, well, I'm sure the volume of work they're doing, the, your body's the just stress they're putting yep. their body through. So they get not, sick, not just the physical stress, but the emotional stress. Yeah. And I think that's what leads itself to getting sick versus just, you know, they're healthy yeah. individuals. Yeah. Yeah. Cause <laughs> right? they're, they're, yeah, they're healthy people. Yeah. So, uh, and then that ruins a regional, so they've basically trained a year and then some micro virus you can't see mm-hmm. takes them out for three days and they can't even do well. So what's the biggest, one of the biggest benefits is now you don't, you don't have to be healthy. Like you don't have to for, be yeah, for, for six or what or, eight months. Yeah. Straight. Right. Yeah. yeah. Think of it. You know, if you tweak something or you get injured or mm-hmm. especially if you're trying to ramp up for regionals, that's when that will start open. You surely really shouldn't be injured. Mm-hmm. Um, something freak happens. should be tired. Yeah. yeah. And then the regionals and then ramping the games, injuries can easily, and, and you know, anybody going to games, like I said, they don't, they're not a hundred percent. If they are, they didn't train near hard enough. But, yeah. I don't think you can not get there without training at least 95% because everybody else is just as strong, if not stronger than you are. Yeah. So, but that, that was a cool part about the sanction events. So yeah, mapping it out. So, uh, what events are close to you? What events can you afford? Uh, that's a big thing I had to talk with with a coach recently uh he does he, he coaches like a lot of athletes like all over the place and he was talking about some of the decisions he made like some some athletes are willing to travel outside the country and some just can't afford to 
you know, some can't even afford to leave their state. No, I'm, I'm willing to travel outside the country. <laughs> you going to pay for it, though? Like, well, that's the thing, you know, there's... Hey, Jenny, you want to go, out, uh, go outside the country? Well, uh, uh, so, Iceland, right? Yeah, right. I mean, yeah, they got flights from uh, Cincinnati for 700 bucks. I'm just saying, no, yeah, that sounds great. Yeah, I don't want to train outside the, or I want to go outside the country. Yeah. Well, who's paying for it? Yeah, exactly. If, like, some people have the ability to do that, <laughs> but some people, like, like I was saying, can't even afford to drive maybe two or three states over. Like they, I said, you know, people are fundraising just to go to regionals. Yeah. Oh, these yeah. athletes, you know what I mean? Because you're, you have to take time off. Time off, because, yeah, most people have jobs. You know, uh, hotel, or it's going to be two fifty, three hundred bucks at these mm-hmm. places that they hold them. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, you have to even do a fundraiser, let alone go to freaking uh, Dubai. Or yeah. Op- yeah, it's well, like. Even Miami. Miami's not cheap. No. It, but, yeah, I think mapping it out. What can you afford? What ones do you want to do? And then you set up your programming to peak at that event, mm-hmm. not back to back to back events. Mm-hmm. Like you do have, you know, you have, kind of, you have the open, you have a small, like a few, like two months, and then you go into regionals. So it's, it's pretty, pretty back to back where you get really no time here. I know my events cause the dates are already set. I can kind of get my, well, I got to start here. I'm going to do a 12 week training. Mm-hmm. cycle and I'm going to peak at the 13th week. So you mentioned about uh setting goals. I don't remember which episode it was, but we talked about using those smart goals, the uh, specific, measurable, achievable, results focused and time-based. Um but something I think you would probably agree with is sharing those goals with someone for to help you stay accountable. Like you said you made that list. Yeah. You know, to make yourself accountable to yourself. But it's a lot easier to try and achieve something when you share it with other people and they're willing to poke at you when they see you. It's usually an other person. It's yeah. not people. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're sharing your goals with every single person, then you probably don't have realistic, like really good goals. Cause yeah, uh, from people I've talked to and have like done goal setting with, they protect us pretty close. It's like almost embarrassing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, um, it is, they, they don't want anybody else to hear them because I think if someone else hears them and, and then not that they would judge or this, they, they, she doesn't better back that up. She doesn't, I'm starting to talk about you. And it's not even about you. Redo that. So if, if you have the goals and someone else knows them and they see you not doing well, then they, you know that they know your goals mm-hmm. and they, now you start thinking they look at you as a failure mm-hmm. and you're really not. You're or just even being embarrassed. Embarrassed. Yeah. You, yeah. I think that's one. Cause you're embarrassed. People are embarrassed to share their goals with other people because of the fear of being judged or laughed at. Like, well, mm-hmm. you ain't going to do that. Like, who are you? I mean, it shouldn't be like that. You mm-hmm. know, if you do, you got to get some other friends cause they're, they're dicks. <laughs> I'm just saying like, if they're going to say, if you tell them your goals and they're something you thought about and then someone judges you, yeah. they're either, they're jealous or they're dicks. Yeah. Like it's, it's just A or B or C, both A and B. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One thing I did. I always circled C in school. <laughs> it never worked, Mo. I used the clock method wherever the second hand was. That's how I picked. Uh, Damn, I should have tried that. <laughs> that's, see, that's old. That used to, that was your circle C, wasn't it? Back yes, in the it day. <laughs> um, not pertaining to fitness, but things that I've done in my life in terms of sharing goals is I sometimes, I, a lot of times I share it with my kids because 
who that, that's probably like the <laughs> ultimate line of accountability. Yeah. Yeah. If you, that. if, if, you know, I, I tell my kids, Hey, I'm taking this class. I'm going to school. I want to get this license, whatever, you know, and I don't pull through, you know, they're never going to forgive me. Yeah. You know, so that's like the ultimate like cattle prod right there is, you know, four human beings you know, asking you, Hey dad, uh, I think what you said in that test, it's important that you said that because I think whoever you tell your goals to, that's what you need. You need someone that's going to hold you accountable to them properly. Not, not to not judge ridicule you. you and judge yeah. And be you, like, yeah. Oh yeah, you suck. You're, you know, you're 50 pounds away. You know, you can't have anybody that's going to judge you because I'm telling you people who are on that competitive side, they're the most insecure, unstable mm-hmm. people I've ever met in my life. Like it really, it's, <laughs> The most emotional, unstable, like, and if they're super duper cocky, it means they, they know they suck at something and Mm. they're trying to make up for something that they don't have. So, and being honest with your progress, you know? Yeah. Gotta be honest with it. Yeah. Cause your results are going to be based off the work you put in or don't put in. You can't snatch grip deadlift 315. Say I almost had it. (laughs) Like, (laughs) you know what I mean? You're like, I pulled it. I pulled it. Almost had it, bro. You've been pulling three fifteen for four years. Like, it's still not above your belly button. <laughs> Might so, want to rethink your goals. So, a lot of the things we just covered right there were, you know, when I was looking at it for more of the GPP everyday CrossFitter. But now, bro's going to dive into the part when we're talking about your advanced athletes that want to be competitive, get to that next level, which is one of the things we talked about in a different episode. So, the first thing you brought up was identifying your weaknesses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, how can you um, improve? How can you improve if you don't know what to improve upon? Yeah, and not only identifying your weaknesses, but um, being real about what they are. Mm-hmm. Don't. Yeah, uh, we joke about work at what you suck at, mm-hmm. but people have blind spots. Yeah, they do, and um, there's always something that someone neglects that is a higher end athlete. They neglect it, and they know they neglect it, mm-hmm. but. They can do it just well enough to kind of get through it. Mm-hmm. But then when it comes up and it's like forefront and like they have to perform well at it, uh-huh. then they're like, well, oh my God, like well, I'm, I'm stupid because you are dumb because you knew what it was. Or you, you see people muscle through things versus because they don't have the technique. Yeah, they can snatch that 315, but man, yeah. it was slow through the middle. Or they're yeah. like super, super strong, but you know, they can't do 50 pull-ups and under you know, 90 seconds, mm-hmm. you know, don't matter how strong you are then. Cause you know, you're going to get beat. Yeah. Uh, see what your weaknesses are. And then, uh, typically you can, you can kind of know where your weaknesses are, but that's when you want to third party is pretty good for that. Yeah. And having, they can see a lot. Like you can think you're good at something. I'm like, bro, are you, uh, who are you basing that off of? <laughs> like, <laughs> cause, <laughs> cause you're not that good at it. Yeah. And I'll, I'll, you know, you need someone who's going to be honest about it. Yeah. I mean, honesty kills, um, but also honesty will motivate you to no end to get to that. But I think also understanding what you're asking for when you find that person that you know is going to be honest with <laughs> yeah. you. And when they're honest with you, you can't get pissed off at them because you asked for their help. I see, you know how many times I've used that? <laughs> no, honestly, you know how many times I've used those exact words? You came to my yeah. office. Yeah. I did not come to you. Yeah. You didn't, I didn't say, hey, can I coach you? You said, hey, bro, can you coach me? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Now, what comes along with that is I'm going to be completely honest with you. Yeah. But you honestly can't, you can be honest, but don't, don't give them, oh, uh, don't tell them not how to fix it. You know what I mean? So if 
if you're gonna if you're gonna say, hey, you suck at this, you better be prepared as a coach to, to be help like, them with it. Hey, you suck at this, but this is why. Mm-hmm. This is what we're gonna do, and this is how it's going to benefit you. And then you will no longer suck at it. But right now, you suck. I'm <laughs> <laughs> yeah. be honest. Yeah. You suck. And it's fl- okay. On the flip side of that, you also want to be able to identify your strengths. And I think also sometimes when we talk, talk the, about these athletes, they don't. That's a weakness. Yeah, that's, that, that, yeah. The weakness is they don't want to identify that they are strong at a thing. So what do you some get of that at? Humility comes yeah. in. You know, yeah. what do you get at? Um, Double unders. I don't know. <laughs> I guess I'm good at cycling a bar. Yeah. Oh, really? That's cool. Like, it's <laughs> gonna win you fucking games. <laughs> like, oh, hey, we got the best bar cycler Cycler-er. in the world yeah. here, uh, but they cannot do handstand pushups. Mm-hmm. Right. So, um, yeah, uh, notice what your strengths are and be honest. Uh, we've, we talked about, I don't know what episode that was, where a lot of times I take people's weaknesses that they claim and I move it to the strength yeah, side. Yeah, move to the strength side. Because yeah. they're, they're being too, um, they're too, being too humble. Um, in the or fa- too hard on themselves. Too. Or too hard. I'm humble, as I'm saying, is they don't. Oh, I'm not that good at that. Yeah, you are. Dude. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's being very humble when they are good at it. So that's what that third, that third party is good for in that third party we're talking someone like a coach a mentor someone you trust that's going to yeah. be honest with you that's uh you said not going to sugarcoat it not tell you you don't suck when you do suck or vice versa yeah i mean how good you're gonna here's what's gonna happen you're gonna build someone up build their confidence up oh you're crushing it and maybe they are crushing everybody in your gym but what if your gym's athletes aren't that good mm-hmm. okay and sometimes in, in saying, and this like, goes back to the realism piece of it because if you're the king of your gym yeah that's cool but have you and i know that's something you execute is like have you tested it against the population mm-hmm. have you tested it against a different sample size yeah you can be the big fish but if every other fish around you is really really small mm-hmm. like you're only you're you're beating small you're eating small fish like you gotta eat big fish mm-hmm. so yeah it's um you can be the best in your gym, but that doesn't mean that you're you're the best as far as the competitive athlete goes. Mm-hmm. So how do you do that? You, you know, like you said, you test it, um, but you have to have a, so a coach or someone that's going to be honest with you. You'd be like, hey, you're you're definitely our best athlete in our gym, mm-hmm. but <laughs> you're not the best athlete around mm-hmm. in this area. How can we get to that? Like, I remember first getting into this game. You know, I would see like the best athletes in my gym and we go to a competition and they're like average. Yep. And it's like, wow. Uh, Perspective. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> that was, uh, that was interesting. <laughs> yep. Been that athlete. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? We're doing the same movement yeah. and they went twice as fast. Yeah. Like, but again, you know, and, and bro th- threw this on me early on when we started doing this show is like the biggest difference between those high end, and the good athletes is they can just go harder, longer. Yep. And it's just, it's, it's stupid how hard some of these guys could go. Yeah. It's pretty cool to watch, you know, whatever, but it's, it's also, uh, something you should strive for. If you really want to be a competitive athlete, like it's, it's not just doing a, um, a strength, uh, a workout and then some extra work and working on a skill or doing an EMOM. Like, Everybody thinks all it is is training, training, training. Like, yeah, this is a huge part. Volume's huge. Building capacity's huge. But if you go into your training session and you're just, like, going through the work, mm-hmm. like, what are you really learning from it? Like, are you learning anything about you? Are you getting the you? stimulus? Well, no. Are you, you working as hard as you can? You can get the stimulus, but what are you learning about yourself? Like, 
are you are you taking mental notes of okay i did that i'm broken and um <laughs> i'm done after round one that mm-hmm. was stupid so do you make an adjustment or do you just keep like keep trying to stay unbroken all the way through now you're eight minutes over the time that you're supposed to have mm-hmm. uh, to finish this workout because you're being dumb like you gotta you gotta do work okay but you gotta do the work properly and that is you got to be honest with yourself when you're doing this and, and learn what you're capable, capable of, which is huge. Mm-hmm. And what you aren't capable of, mm-hmm. which is huge. Even it's even more important. And then you take those, um, inabilities and then you start building those from the ground up. So if you suck at a high vault or high calorie, uh, bike mm-hmm. for a buy-in every single say it's 50 plus, um, for a guy and it's a buy-in, but it takes you double the time than the normal person but you can really cycle a barbell. It doesn't matter how good you are at the barbell because you can't get there until you get through the bike. Yeah. So what do you do? You got to set up a game plan to start building that capacity at a lower end mm-hmm. to where you can cape, get it to that high end and then it no longer crush you. So you're talking about how, you know, learning how to and identifying the appropriate way to attack a workout. Yeah. Um, also with that goes the appropriate way of attacking those weaknesses. Yeah. Like we said, if you want to build cardio, Running's going to help, but only, running's only going to get you better, better at running. running. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to get that, get on that assault bike and, you know, try and develop the ability to produce more power so that way you can get to that barbell, you know, a lot quicker than everybody else. I, I hear this all the time. I suck at pull-ups. Okay. Well, why do you suck at pull-ups? Um, well, my kip's not very good. Oh, okay. Well, it's not bad. Uh, maybe you're 12 pounds heavy. You ever think about that? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just the reality of it. If you're a guy, maybe you're 12 pounds heavy. If you're female, maybe you're eight pounds heavy. Do you think that if we dialed in your nutrition, not only would your recovery be better, your, um, your strength get better, your uh, performance increase dramatically, but you're going to lose weight. Mm-hmm. And now you tell me process. that, that, that um, power to weight ratio is huge now. Like, so we pulled you down eight pounds and you proved your nutrition. So it's not your kip. <laughs> you can't keep your big ass up there. That's what's up. Like, it's you know what I mean? gravity. It is, right? <laughs> Mo's been fighting it. Like, he, yeah, I've been fighting right? it since I was 14 years old. <laughs> so, but that's just the, and I think as a coach, that's, that's one of those conversations is, that, you know, I think a female CrossFitters do pretty good about like, they don't give a shit. You talk about their weight. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you say, hey, look, you're heavy, but we got to get you down if you want them gymnastics to go up. Because it don't matter how good you are. You're, you have the best kip in the world, mm-hmm. and you're still going to be the last because you're, so, you're slow and because you're heavy. And that's even, even our male athletes. You take a 225-pound male. And you shave eight pounds off of dude. You take in the 212, and, they're <laughs> dude, they're crushing it. Now, yeah. now they're doing 15, 20 unbroken muscle-ups on the rings. They're hitting you know 40-plus uh, chest-to-bar in, in a row. They're doing 40-plus handstand push-ups in a row. And what'd you do? You just shaved a little weight off and, mm-hmm. and, and took, put a weight right now. Take your body weight. <laughs> put a weight vest on. Try to do what you Fran. know. Yeah, do yeah. Fran. You tell me how that goes. Like, <laughs> imagine if you took that away. Yeah, and it's really funny when you tell people about shaving a couple pounds. And what I'll, what I'll tell them is like, okay, well, do that same workout. But throw a weight vest on. Yeah. And tell me that it's and tell me that it's the same amount of uh, intensity. It's not. Right. It's, it's not. It's not. So along with attacking your weaknesses, um, using specific training modalities to improve whatever it is you're struggling with. Yeah, I think that's that goes into identifying for sure. Yeah, the curls will will get you girls. 
but be, they're not going to help your pull-ups. <laughs> it'll help this craft beer, which is empty <laughs> right now, by the way. Um, but yeah, you got to, I think that that's where a coach really comes in solid. Uh, a really good trainer is, um, attacking the right systems differently, um, and keeping those off balance. And what I mean by right systems is for that athlete, mm-hmm. like, okay, our general programming will take, uh, almost anybody's skill level. If they're on the outside, they come in say they're a competitive athlete. They come in, they do our general programming plus our additional work. It'll take their ability much higher than they've ever been. Mm-hmm. But then when you start getting into specific things to that are designed for them, and you can attack what you know their weaknesses are. Mm-hmm. Um, like, okay, they suck at the bike. Cool. Well, yeah, I can get on the bike and we can do calories, but what if I fatigue them completely first and, and then, then put, put them, them on, on the, the bike? bike? Yeah. So, you know, then that's just a whole nother system as there used to be able to, um, you know, I'm not going to lie, Mo, I can ramp that freaking bike up pretty quick mm-hmm. one round. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> I could do I could do thirty cows in twenty three seconds, yeah. but I can't do that back to back. Uh, I can ramp the bike up uh, thirty cows, no problem. But when you take and you put me under a lot of stress uh, first, and mm-hmm. then ask and then me, chuck to, me on the bike. Yeah, that my time's going to go from twenty three seconds to probably fifty seconds, almost do- it is doubling. And the fact that now you're at a fatigue state, but n- re- realizing that and then putting your athletes through that. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that you really talked a lot about when we were going through the show notes is that continual goal setting and having yeah. that what's next mentality. Yep. So you achieve your goals. Okay, cool. What's up? Now what? We done? Yeah, we did. We done? <laughs> yeah. Just buy my ticket to Madison right now. This, that's, that's how this works, right? Yeah. It's uh, a lot of people will, will get and set their goals and then, they hit their goals and they're like, oh, I'm so awesome. I'm like, I checked off all my goals. Maybe your goals are weak, bro. Maybe you set some weak ass goals. Maybe mm-hmm. they're that easy. Or let's say you hit your goals and um, you get complacent in the fact that you settle, that you, <coughs> that you um, accomplish something you put on paper. Mm-hmm. Well, that's just the first step. Like, Or maybe even that person that was helping you achieve those goals just gave you a couple tips. And now those goals are way easier. Like you wanted to get, you know, 30 unbroken pull-ups. Okay. Well, Hey, cut eight pounds. We'll talk about it. Okay. And they rack through that. Oh crap. I never knew that losing weight was going to help me with that. Right. I mean, you think of a guy, you know, it's a, you got your, your GPP guys, you know, when they back squat 300 pounds for the first time, that's a pretty good goal. 315, Mm -hmm. especially because you got the three forty fives, and then you get to the next step. You went four Oh five. Okay. And then, and what if I just stop there? Like, do I not want 450? And mm-hmm. what do I got to do to get there? And so just because you accomplish a goal doesn't mean that your um, skill level, that's all you got. Mm-hmm. Let's just keep building because now you've done all this work to get to a certain point. And then if you settle for that and then you just kind of go through the motions and don't set new goals mm-hmm. that are realistic, like don't, don't back squat 405 and be like, well, I'm going to games. Yeah. Like it doesn't work that way. Like, you know what I mean? I've got to the end of the internet. I guess I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's going to be Jenna's next quote that she puts up. But when you're in that, uh, when you have that momentum going and you've been in that mode of training, it's easier to keep 
establishing new goals and just keep pushing further than to just stop. And we've talked in the past that can also be a detriment to the athlete. You have to take the time and be happy with what you put the work in to accomplish and take your satisfaction for like one, one day mm-hmm. and then move and then on. when the alarm clock goes off, it's, it's a new day, new day, yeah. but also don't sit there and take everything that you've worked really hard towards and not give yourself credit for working really hard towards yeah, celebrate that, that when, when you, when you start thinking that, uh, when you become unsatisfied religiously, mm-hmm. then it's going to take the fun out of training mm-hmm. because you're going to feel like you've done nothing and you've actually done a lot. And I'm guilty of that as a, I'm guilty of that as a, as an owner too, because I do, I'll, I reflect like twice a year and that's it. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> and that's, that's, that's probably two more times than I really even want to, mm-hmm. but I do it to myself and it's always. Cause you a, tell your athletes to do it. Yeah. I, I mean, I try to do what I say and, um, sort of like, <laughs> 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 but, um, I it's do, hard sometimes. It is. Yeah. I do it at our one year or our, our when we have our yearly party. Mm-hmm. I do that. I mean, the night before, especially. Uh, if I try to do it too much the day of, and while I'm talking to people, like I'll break down and start crying like a little girl. And then, um, you know, around Thanksgiving, this is another time I try to do that. Yeah. Is or uh, occasionally on a drive to the gym, it'll just be like I'll have the radio off and and uh, I'll start start thinking about man, this is crazy. It's just been going on this long. Mm-hmm. And then that's it. I'm, yeah. I'm on to my day. And lastly, uh, executing all this. I mean, like you said, you gotta <laughs> be, you gotta be realistic. You have all this together. So you gotta do something about it. Yeah. Um, being realistic, you know, positive and negative, I guess, for lack of a better term, you know, be realistic in your, in your successes and be realistic in the areas that you need to improve on. Be realistic in the fact that sometimes someone's going to tell you, you suck at something and, and, and using that, information appropriately um sticking to the plan obviously you know especially stick to the game plan especially I've, if you have a coach <laughs> dude i say it all the time it drives me nuts like stick to the plan stick to the game plan like yeah. it's stupid like, you've taken all this time to invest into getting to a certain point mm-hmm. or performing a certain way and then it's the day of you want to just go completely opposite mm-hmm. like okay so day of your emotions are high your energy is high you can really, you can uproot a tree yeah. with one arm. Snatch 315. With one arm. And, um, and that's why we don't, we don't ever allow our athletes to count their, their PRs. Competition PRs. Yeah, because they get to the gym. They're like, holy, I can't do the, I can't even hit my 85%. Yeah. But, um, so take the, when you're at a relaxed state and you have time to think about it, the two, three, four weeks or months leading up to it, you've established this game plan mm-hmm. the day of stick to it, make small adjustments as needed, which those are typically tied into your game plans. Um, if this happens, we'll go to this and stick to those because you're going to feel better if you do not win. Mm. Okay. And you stuck to your game plan. than if you lose and not stick to your game plan, Mm -hmm. because now you're gonna be like, I should have stuck to my game plan. Well, now if you stick to your game plan, and you lose, at least now you have the proper data to see where you need to improve. If I would have stuck to my game plan on all those blackjack tables, I'd be like a billionaire by now. <laughs> <laughs> Are you like, uh, what was the guy off the, um, the hangover? Oh, uh, Alan? Alan, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, being committed. You made these goals. Uh, right. Follow, follow through with them. Yeah, don't, yeah, that's, 
especially if you're working with a coach, don't, don't waste their time. Like, honestly, don't waste their time by sitting down. If they're taking time and typically it's free time, you shouldn't be paying all mm-hmm. this money for these coaches. But even if you are paying your right, coaches, I'm just like, don't you, waste. You're still using their time. Yeah. Don't waste their time. But you know, some people are like, they don't care because they're getting paid. Like, I think that's one of the ultimate, one of the best things about coaching athletes is when there's no monetary thing tied mm-hmm. to it. It makes it, you know, that you're both investing a lot of time. So you both truly care about it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So there's no animosity of like, oh, they're only helping me because I'm paying them, mm-hmm. you know, $75 a session. Like, no, it's this, this dude or this girl is taking their time out of their own personal time. Mm-hmm. And Away from something yeah, else they could, they could be, be doing. Yep. That maybe they want to do something for themselves. Maybe what, they want to uh, own 14 year olds on Call of Duty. <laughs> you know i do i it's and it's i play rainbow six siege and PUBG. Yeah. but yeah what's your gamer tag frag rd there you go add it up hit him add him up guys yeah and don't be mad when i smoke you bro <laughs> the last one i have is be accountable you know we, we've we've said that a lot this episode be accountable to yourself and anyone who is supporting you on this journey because they it, Everybody in this community wants to see everyone else succeed. You know, if you, you have that 1% of any population, which, you know, Brody will always identify. The I was getting ready to say it. I was getting <laughs> ready to say it. But, but we, we don't need those people in our lives. And we don't need those people in our communities either. But they exist. They, but they do, do exist. The haters exist. Yeah. You see it all the time. You see it all the time online, man. Like, you know, it's happened to Jen. I don't know how many times, like, she'll, no one will contact her all year long. And then in the, oh. in the open, they'll message her. Hey, what's your score? Like Friday night, yeah. like, you know, I'm retesting it. So shut the hell up. <laughs> like, and if I knew anyways, I ain't telling you like, you know, but that's just kind of a sign of a disrespect of, oh, you don't talk to me all year. And now all of a sudden you want to know how I interested did. in how I'm doing. You don't care about how I did. You just want to see if you can beat me. And that just shows you, you're a douchebag if you do that. Any closing shots, bro? You know, I could offer a lot today, to be honest, Mo. It's just been one of those days, but I think I'm just going to. Let this one ride out. I'm go right off in the, the sunset. Right in the sunset. I'm ready for another eight percenter. And uh, <laughs> as you know, we record our next episode, um, no, I think I think this is pretty cool. I think this is one that people can kind of uh, take from all levels, and mm-hmm. I, I think it's one we can also build on. Sort of like the uh, get the hell out of your own way. Yeah, we can build on that one on different avenues. I think we'll revisit this one, and we can attack more the GPP side only, and then we can mm-hmm. attack straight of the the straight competitors because i think we can go even deeper in that yeah yeah there's a lot with the competitive piece there's a lot more fine finite details mm-hmm. i think that go yeah. into that uh when you're a gpp person like myself it's really easy to find places to get gains but when you get to that level it we're talking like minuscule things you know uh you know uh, activating muscles you know was split second later or earlier, mm-hmm. you know, over Mystic the course, break, yeah. yeah, over the course of a workout where everybody's, like I said, just as strong, if not stronger than you are, you have to find those efficiencies. Well, I was telling Mo, like GPP, <clears throat> when we first talked about this is, you know, someone just starting out in CrossFit, you should be more concerned about learning the movements and doing the movements yeah. correctly. And then figuring remembering out, what a snatch is. Rem- yeah, yeah. Remember what the snatch is. Don't, don't put your clean grip on and try to do a snatch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like unless you're hypermobile, it ain't going to work <laughs> out. Um, but I think that's real important when you first start out in CrossFit, if you're just starting out is, uh, try to remember the movements, uh, mm-hmm. take all the information that you're getting in. And if you suck at listen some, to our show, listen, yes, that's, we are, that's, that's number, number one. one. Yeah. But if, 
Uh, I think a big mistake I see some new athletes make uh, coming out of the training course, if they suck at something, um, they, it, avoid it. they avoid it on, and I just was talking about our, our training course last night. You know, we had snatch and clean last night. And you know, look, if you, if you, I say, who, um, who got pissed off today? During the, snatch. <laughs> during the workout <laughs> and, uh, during, you know, just during the class and yeah. half their hands raised. I'm like, okay, so now it's on you. Like if you are pissed and you are frustrated cause they want to get it now. Okay. It just ain't clicking. Mm-hmm. Then you should come to those classes. So don't avoid the classes, go to those classes every day. So you can learn that movement. And the more you do it, the better you get at something clearly. You know, we talked about 10,000 hours to, yeah, to, to perfect, perfect something. something. Yeah. You know, you don't have to do 10,000 hours to, you know, make yourself happy. But no. you know what I mean? You'll be really happy when you put a triple digit snatch above your head for a female. Yeah. Or even a male sometimes. Yeah. I want to give a shout out to all you listeners. Since we've dominated and taken over the United States, we've gotten all 50 states to include Puerto Rico. Um, <laughs> we want to talk about our top five states. So number one, of course, Ohio. Really? Yeah. That's shocking. Yeah. I'm kidding. <laughs> Followed by um, California. What? Yeah. And then it's that state to the north. Michigan, huh? Yeah. We talked a lot of smack about About Michigan. Michigan. Yeah. They set their game up. And then uh, after Michigan, it's Illinois because the S is silent. And number five, Virginia. So, yeah, Illinois and Virginia, they're pretty close. What's up, Wally? What's going on with Tennessee, bro? (laughs) Tennessee's actually number six. Hey, you ain't in top five. We ain't ain't naming top six. (laughs) But actually, considering like he started uh, sponsoring us only a few months ago uh he's almost about to take over virginia so wally there's an opportunity man so you got you get you got you got to get it out there bro look man i think that's what we do we do the top five every week okay, okay? if you want that make that list step your game up <laughs> right wally you're six bro I mean, that's, yeah, if you that's look not, at six you, is not five, Wally at the, re, uh, uh, during the open, you don't want to be the one, one right below that red line. Like, <laughs> you, you don't, cause you don't know who's going to go team. You yeah, know? yeah, exactly. And they gonna have that this year. Yeah. So you guess what? You can't be below that red line. And for this week's call to action, uh, if you could be so kind, share with us one of your goals. Um, we can be that person that's going to be accountable that you can be accountable. I'll to. hold your ass. Yeah. Like, you well, you yeah. know, Brody will. Even if, even if we don't know who you are, we'll still, uh, I don't care. Take the opportunity. Yeah. Uh, well, one, we appreciate the fact that you're even going to allow us to be part of what your goals are, but we will definitely help you stay abreast and stay don't, don't share it with me though. If you don't want me to talk yeah. shit, cause I will, cause <laughs> you don't set no, don't set a goal. Be like, bro, ain't going to say nothing. Very true. Very true. And lastly, we just want to make a quick announcement with the holidays coming up. Um, we've been going at this hard for almost a year, yeah, getting it's close. Been, it's been close. But uh, we are going to take a break for Christmas and New Year's. So we will not have an episode on the 25th and the 1st because Bro and I are going to probably, I don't know, do some family stuff. I mean, I'm, yeah. <laughs> I just want to eat. Like, I'm excited. I mean, with our respective families, and we'll probably catch up and drink beer too, but. Yeah. yeah, bro's been working hard with the videos. I've been working hard with all the audio stuff, and we just need to take a little holiday break. We hope you understand that and appreciate that because we, you know, without you guys, we don't have a show. But um, we also have some families, and uh, they'd probably appreciate if we slowed down for a week or two. <laughs> I'm good with whatever, bro. <laughs> but we will be back on the eighth of January, ready to go with almost year number two because 
I think what we started. You no, know, Mo was only going to do this for a year, so I don't know. We got to <laughs> renegotiate his contract. Actually, you're right. Yeah, Mo yeah. said only a year. He said, "See where we're at in here." Well, so where are we at, Mo? It's not a you're year yet, man. No, oh no, 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 no. I need to take a what do you call it? I need to go take a walkabout for those two weeks. Oh no, <laughs> oh no. You've already set our schedule for January first. So where are we at, man? January eighth. What? I'm when saying, we'll be back. Where are we at, man? No, where, the, where's the our first, show? The first. What, What's up with our show, man? Is it the 28th? What's wrong? She, Aunt Jenna's getting uncomfortable. Are what? we going to be around? I, I got to get my contract negotiated, man. Okay, let's take a vote. YouTube, need to step your game up, first of all. Uh, you face, know, I'm just saying, uh, my, our YouTube's only been up for four weeks, and we're doing all right. Yeah. Uh, keep watching. <laughs> uh, some, some, wasn't someone saying that they watch and listen at the same time? Yeah. Keep doing that. <laughs> Really? Oh, okay. I thought it was the same time. I was like, that's kind of weird. Yeah, I took pictures of who said they don't even listen to our show. So I got just watch it? Or just don't listen, period? Yeah. And they just follow us on Instagram? Yeah. Really? Yeah, I got you. Whatever. That's weird. Yeah, I'm going to call them out because I know some of them. That don't listen? Yeah. But they follow us? Weird. That's weird. Calling them out. So what poll we take a Mo? Mo's trying to cancel the show is what I'm getting at. <laughs> <laughs> Mo has no idea. Mo's about to get embarrassed. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting ambushed here. <clears throat> <laughs> you okay? No, I'm sick. <laughs> Give him a lozenger. He is. What do you call uh, you felt You look like a damn um, uh, congressman, like, getting questioned. Uh. Like, you're trying to sidestep <laughs> on me, bro. <laughs> what do they call it? Uh, gerrymandering? <laughs> they just start rambling about random shit, yeah. so they don't have, so they, uh, so they can try and get the vote to uh, yeah. take place like in the middle of the night. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah, so anyway, your goals. Wait, as Jenna said, it's got to be a secret, man. They got, they got to wait for, they got to wait for the one year show. Dang. We actually we need to find out a time. Maybe, maybe we should, maybe we should do that live. What do you guys think? You want to see a live show for our one year anniversary show? It could be our last one. You might want to tune in. <laughs> I'm going to do like Tim Tebow. Mo's got these fancy headsets we're going to use for another month. <laughs> right? I'm done. Okay, wait, hold on a second. Time's over. I'm going to go to the bathroom and like you hear my car. Like, Mo, just leave on. He sure did. <laughs> All right. That brings this week's episode to a close. I'm Mo and I'm out. Hopefully I see you guys again. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know. He's cutting me off. Thank you for listening to the One More Rip Podcast. You can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at One More Rip Podcast or on Twitter at Can I Get One More or shoot us an email at Can I Get One More at gmail.com. And then, but one of the quotes that I think it was Jenna that posted this earlier in the week, which I really like, uh, that she put on her Instagram and Facebook it says, You're not weak, you're making a decision. Oh, you said you said that in the show? I, I guess. <laughs> I, she's <laughs> and no. I can't do that after I, I've done fifteen uh sandbag dance party. You think after fifty episodes <laughs> I'd have had it figured out by now. What? Hmm? Sure. Uh, wait, I'm face what? 
I, I oh. need we need um we need cue, monitors cue cards we need monitors we need monitor that's the yeah. next one cue monitors yeah that'd be next yeah that's next Wally. Wally 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 we, we need, need monitors monitors bro. too thanks <laughs> um but yeah so so talking about I, I just want to go on a sidebar here now that you mentioned that so you're saying that you know with all the the events are laid out they're not going to change the dates mm-hmm. you know the times you know the qualifiers but. How much strategy is going to be involved, in your opinion, in the future when you start looking at who's qualifying for what event? Or do you think people might Shit. start like, well, okay, well, Frazier's going to this one, so I'm not going to that one. I'm not going to waste my time. I don't think so. I think if that's your mentality, then you're not going to make it anyways. Because who doesn't want to beat Frazier? Who doesn't want to compete against them? Mm-hmm. I do. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, if you're a true competitor, you're not you're not going to avoid the the, big the, the challenge. So I mean, that means if he goes to CrossFit Games, you're not going. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh wait, Frazier's going. I'm just not. Hey, okay. So like, so if, hey, you know, Mo, you want to go to my place because Frazier's there. If you're not afraid to lose to him in the games, why would you not be? Why would you be afraid to lose to him somewhere else? But and I think they might have a better chance of doing well against him, possibly because you different don't format. Different format. You don't know if he's even trying to peak for this event. Mm-hmm. It could just be kind of ramping him up. Uh, I think, uh, you know okay. what I mean? I think that, you know, he could have certain ones set in his eyes that he, like, I want to be ready for the rogue, rogue Invitational. Okay. Like, I want to be ready for that one because that's going to be legit. So That's going to be like Gladiators, dude. That's going to be sick, right? Yeah. You see the layout they, he released? No, I haven't seen any. Yeah, yet. the building. He released the actual, that he built. he's building a venue just for The that. Rogue people? Yeah. No shit. Bill did, yeah. He built a stadium. Yeah. I don't have that. I don't have money problems like it's that. It's literally. It's <laughs> like a coliseum. <laughs> it is. It's literally all focused on the wad floor. Nice. And it's stadium stairs going up. He's building it. Yeah. Right across the street from the rogue building. Wow. Yeah. But anyways. So yeah. If, you, if you're thinking of that, then you're not going to do well anyways. And you might as well just go. I don't know. Jump off a bridge. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know. Like I, I just hate that. Like if you're avoiding the best. So I see, I could see Fikowski doing that. You know what I mean? Like he just, this is my head. That's my opinion. Like, well, he, isn't he going to, didn't he already announce he's going to compete in the one in China? I have no idea. I really don't know. Uh-huh. I haven't seen that. I know I he quit his job. It's just the point. Like yeah. don't avoid the, the best competition because in all honesty, you could, it could raise your level of how you compete, but also it's going to also kind of show you where you're at against those big dogs. Like, do you think the financial aspect might become more of a challenge than people ever expected? Because there's only there's four events in the U.S. Oh, I thought it was half. I could be wrong. But there, I mean, there's a fixed number of events in the U.S. Mm-hmm. And like we were saying, driving to Tennessee or Columbus or Cincinnati when regionals were here, that's a lot less of an expense than me having to go to Miami. Uh, was it New York? The East Coast one? Uh, no, it's... Well, East Coast, wherever. It's at Carolinas, I think. Okay, and then the, Minnesota. The, the, what is it? The Midwest... Mid-Atlantic. Mid-Atlantic. Yeah, yeah mid Yeah. Because <clears throat> yeah. right now, there's nothing on the West Coast. I don't know. So, like, if a kid from... Uh, the Granite Games is the only one, which is... It's going to be the last qualifier for yeah. the Open or for the games. So it's in June. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's like Midwest-ish, East Coast. But I'm saying West like Coast. West Coast though. I mean, yeah, if not you're... far. Yeah. I don't know, man. Like the thing is, 
it's people are saying that sponsorships are going to increase for these people. And I just, I don't see it yet. So I don't know. That's on them, you know, yeah. train, get, f- figure out your cycle, what you want to like train for, then get it done. Like it's, it's that simple. Uh, you, you set those target dates of just like the open, you want to be ready for the open. So you train for the open. So it, with these events, I, Hey, I'm going to hit this event. I need to peak at this point. Mm. And you got to set that up with your coach. 